Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Welcome back, guys. I feel like we're diving into this one a little bit later in the month than we should have. We should have planned our New Year's resolutions. Yeah, we're not really super uh, well known about podcasts now. And so like we forget that you have to record them ahead of when they're going to come out. <laughs> so it's technically after the new year right now. Well, you after know what? every point in the year is a good time to make a positive change in your life. Amen. You don't have to do it on January 1. I actually just did a little bit of a devotional on that and how like as Christians resolutions or like New Year's resolutions should be a, a way that we live our life, constantly asking God, how can we be more formed in his likeness and in his image and his, and have that potter clay mentality and let him mold us mm. as he wills, not just once a year, but really every day. So That's good. And even if you did launch with a pretty strict or maybe hardcore resolution and you found yourself fading, it's still good to go back and revisit it just because you feel like you failed or maybe you didn't go as hard as you thought you would in your exercise routine or whatever it might have been. It's still a good time to relaunch and just have a new vision for what God is calling you to this year. Absolutely. And 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 just even looking ahead of how do we approach resolutions, I think the biggest thing is kind of what you just said, like keep it simple, but also like there, there's this... I'm not sure if you've heard this, Kate, but I'm sure you have. But keep your like having a smart goal and SMART is an acronym. Like, I think everyone's heard of that. Well, okay. <laughs> I want to assume that our, you know, but if you haven't heard that, for those that maybe haven't, having a smart goal it just means like having it be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So that SMART, it's really important. Because if you, the biggest thing is really for me is the, is the realistic portion of it. If you're like, hey, I'm, you know, say I'll use me myself as an example so I can make fun of myself. I'm a 33-year-old dad who is about to have a second child. It's not realistic for me to run an ultra marathon this year, mm-hmm. right? I My whole sports career up to this point has not been long distance. It's been more, you know, powerlifting, short explosive movements, and uh, lately just playing with my two-year-old daughter. So I'm not in that, but making sure that, hey, if I wanted to start running a long distance marathon or even just a regular marathon, starting with a 5K or a 10K is a better goal because it's, it's smart, it's it's reasonable, mm-hmm. it's, it's achievable, it's something that I can actually do, and there's a timetable for it, so. No, that's good. And I think it's important to look at the why behind your resolution. Like sometimes people go, oh, I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable in my skin. I'd love to lose X amount of weight or and to get there, I'm going to completely cut out all carbs. Well, I do believe in short term fasting for a season, especially for your spirituality and in denying your physical self right to gain in your spiritual walk with the Lord. But if you're simply doing it just for an aesthetic point of view, I like to take a longer term approach like in one, two, five years Do you anticipate that you'll be eating carbs again? Because if so, maybe that's not the strategy that you should look to to change your diet. Maybe you should try to find something that's more sustainable that in five years you would love to continue to be doing. So anyway, why don't we dive into a few of our specific goals? Yeah. So when we were chatting about these, you know, I think it's easy to to throw out the usual, oh yeah, I want to lose, you know, maybe 10, 15 pounds. I want to get down to 10% or less body fat. You can, you can, you have the aesthetics, but for me, I kind of went 
I took a, a, a sober look at our life currently, our season <laughs> that we're in. The thing is, you know, we have a two-year-old toddler who she's phenomenal. She's great, but she's also super chaotic. It's just constantly going. And somebody told me that toddlers, their emotions are like a light switch. It's either on or off. There's no like dimmer between. <laughs> and that's a very true statement. And so she's... And it's a season of life you don't want to miss. No. For- and so... A hardcore goal. Yeah. So I, I, I was a little more, I think, like toned down with some of my, I've done some years where I did like, you know, Lent. I didn't do any like grains and that included like any corn, uh, syrup. corn syrup and all that kind of stuff. I, I did one where I didn't eat any meat. And I, I've been, I've done some of these things when I was younger and I had, didn't have a lot of other responsibilities. And it was like, it was tough, but it was a good season for that mm-hmm. because it was challenging. So mine are a little more toned back um, than what I've done previously. But my, I mean, one of the things I really want to do is I want to start implementing fasting um, on a more regular basis. And so for about the last three or four months, I've done, I've been doing intermittent fasting where I don't eat for a period of usually 14 to 16 hours. Usually I'll eat dinner between six and 6.30 and then I don't eat after dinner. And then I don't really eat solid, a solid meal until lunch the next day. Mm-hmm. So usually I'm going, I'm eating between the hours of noon and six. So, you know, close to 18 hours, even if I have, even if I do that, but have a, a later breakfast, say at like nine or 10, if I have a, a breakfast meeting sometimes, I'm still going like 14, 15 hours between my meals, which is really, really, really good beneficially for my 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 gut health as well as other testosterone and cortisol levels in my body. And we don't have to dive in that. But I do think we should do another podcast on that. Though. Yeah. And it's some really cool stuff. So um, anyways, that's one of my ones is, is, is fasting regularly, but also implementing uh, a 24-hour fast on a weekly basis. This is something, and I'll, I'll brag my parents really quick. I saw my mom and I think my dad did this too, but they would, they would, they would fast from, they would eat like our, our, you know, supper or dinner, whatever you call them, the, the summer, the Sunday, you know, meal after church, we'd come home, we'd have a big family meal, you know, at like one o'clock after church. And my mom wouldn't eat until Monday at lunch. So she would fast for 24 hours every week to kind of start off her week. And it would spend the evening on Sunday and the morning on Monday, really just in peripheral contemplation. And, and I remember her sitting on the back deck and our church used to do like prayer request cards and she was on that prayer request team. And so she would go through just like the 10 or 15 that were assigned to her. And we would just like, would sit in the back deck during, you know, when I would be shoving my face full of chips and nachos and watching football and she would just be praying over people. And remember that, that, that's a core memory that I won't forget. And I just remember as a kid, just been like, wow, my mom is super spiritual and super She's super devoted to Jesus. And I just remember, I would love for my kid to see that. Not that you're supposed to fast to be seen because the Bible clearly states you're not. You're supposed to, you know, anoint your head and go out and look really well rested and cleanly shaven and and, and well-dressed and not, not with all this stuff. Anyways, uh, you get the picture. I want to add in fast on a regular basis. That's my one. My second one is there's a few house projects I want to get better at. I want to I learn. And this is something we've talked about throughout our podcasts. I really want to to learn some DIY stuff. So for us, our basement, I helped uh, a contractor friend of mine, uh, by vocational pastor who also has done finished carpentry for a while. He taught me how to frame. So I learned how to frame our basement. So our basement's completely framed out. I'd love to be a part of the process of uh, helping run some electrical wiring and insulate it and and drywall it and kind of learn how to sand and tape and all that kind of, just stuff that you know is is more of a, of a built of a trades type thing. I never really had that growing up, and I'd love to learn. So that is another one of mine is learn a few more of those things this year. And my last one uh, is to really again back to the whole season that we're in is to maintain an activity level 
with this new baby. And so one of the things that I, I have as a daily a daily challenge for me is to get 10,000 steps. Very attainable. I don't have to go on like a crazy long run. If I'm active throughout the day and I add in, you know, usually we do about a two to two and a half mile walk as a family most days. So my goal is to get that level of movement again throughout the day, not just at one period. And then, you know, have have a moderate, you know, three, three-ish days a week where I'm doing a, a hit or a strength focused workout on top of that. So that way it keeps me active and moving and uh, can maintain that active level while we have a second child. So those are my three. You know, and I think it's good to have sometimes more than one too, because not everything you do is going to stick the first time that you go for it. And so sometimes there's different seasons or different, yeah, really just seasons, I guess, that certain goals will stick. But obviously being pregnant at some point later this year, one of my main goals will be to lose the baby weight. And it's not something that I'm hardcore about or anything like that. My babies always come first, but at the end of the day, weight is a marker of your health. And so it's something that, you know, I want to just be intentional about, to be feeling my body well. And as my body heals, get moving well and just kind of get back to that, you know, pre-baby physique and level of confidence and just ability to play with my kids and have the energy because all of that for me is tied together. And I think it is for most people, but that will definitely be a goal of mine. And I think one of the A second goal that I've set that will be really helpful in that is we are doing our absolute best to not purchase products that have seed oils and sugar in them. And that's not that we'll never eat those things. It's just we're trying to not bring those products into our home. And so I do cook with sugar. Um, I don't mind that as long as I'm controlling it and I'm aware of the quality and how much is going into our food. Um, But we're just trying to not buy packaged foods that have a lot of those seed oils and sugar additives in them. Which if you listen to any of our previous podcasts is a huge thing. I just, again, reading labels, it's incredible to look at how many products contain seed oils. It is hard. And if you giving up those two things, almost by default, you're going to eat a very healthy diet. If those are the only two things you give up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of our dieting, you know, I say dieting in air quotes. We're not big fans of saying a diet or dieting Mm -hmm. because that just promotes um, a mindset of restriction. Mm -hmm. It's more about eating cleaner, right? Reducing your your amount of processed foods and how much of these weird seed oils that have to be like manipulated and, mm-hmm. and produced uh, in a non-natural way to get these these ingredients out. It's just it's 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 amazing what how clean your diet will be if you watch out for these things. It's even more amazing how excited you get when you find a sweet potato chip that does not have seed oils in oh, it. Oh <laughs> man, I'm not gonna be a product placement for Costco, but we found this one Costco's awesome, uh, We had this one, it's it's literally had has three ingredients it has sweet potatoes it has sea salt, oil. sea salt and no it's avocado oil oh is it avocado yeah. oil well, so they're great it's, 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 are great. I, I, I love it because it's it's it gives me my crunch it's a little salty and I don't feel well first off I, Kate approves of it so I, I mean I don't have to feel guilty <laughs> if I try to eat a little bit more than I'm, I should <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be best if we made them, but I don't know how to make chips that crispy. So you know what? Sometimes it's totally worth the package product. True. But in reason, right? With ingredients that you trust and are okay with being in your home. And then the next New Year's resolution that I have is kind of a family one that we're setting, but it's no phones within an hour or two of our scout right now, but soon to be children's bedtime. And I just really want that to be a time that's intentional, that is focused on our kids. 
a lot of times during the day we have work to do, we have other focuses, we are trying to be productive in different manners. And so as we lead into bedtime and dinner time specifically, no phones at the table, engaging in that healthy conversation and community around food and the table, and then being able to have that freedom from a screen to do family devotionals, to read our Bible. I guess I should say maybe not 100% no screens because sometimes we'll do a Spotify video or a YouTube video of worship music with our daughter. But, you know, it's really intentional. It's focused as a family together. We're not distracted all off on our own devices kind of thing. And that way we have time for prayer and we can wind down and our kids will feel that they have not had to compete for anything for our attention as we wind down the day. And that is just really important to me. I love how all my resolutions were like selfish. Like, this is what I want to do. And all yours. So are like, this is what our family's doing. (laughs) No, my first two were kind of selfish, like losing the baby weight and changing some of our diet. But yeah, are. Yeah. The second one, it affects me too. (laughs) I'm the grocery shopper. So by default, I'm the gatekeeper. So if I say I'm not going to buy these products, you are the gatekeeper. I'm the gatekeeper of what food comes into our house. Just because I I do I do the shopping. It is it is true. I mean you can, but you don't like to, so you just have way more of a mind for that than I do. I do. I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you, Kate. <laughs> and I love you for that too. <laughs> No, you work so hard for our family. I'm happy to do that. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast. And lastly, adding in prayer with my spouse before bed or with Andrew, I guess. I didn't need to say spouse. Prayer with you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just the obligatory spouse. (laughs) The obligatory spouse. Yeah. No, I think that is something that has fallen a little bit for us just in the season of exhaustion. By the time you get your kids to bed, your mind is kind of fried. And so it's easy for us to just fall in bed with a book, take a bath watch a TV show together and just kind of pass out. Cause I think as soon as I hit the bed, I'm literally falling asleep. Yeah. I even noticed the last, I mean, and, and a lot of this too is probably again, the season we're in you're eight and a half months pregnant right now. Like your, your, your body is doing so much to, to, to create and grow this beautiful child in your womb. And you know, I've noticed too, I've been trying to be really like less on you about doing stuff at night. Cause I'm like, you just, you, I can tell you're, you're I'm done you're by the end drained. of the day. By like eight, like seven 30, you're like, I'm gonna take a bath and go to bed. And I'm going, <laughs> well, so true. I, okay. I try so hard in the day to not let this like a pregnancy affect me, but man, probably about five o'clock. I'm, I am winding down for my we're, day. <laughs> we look at the clock and go, okay, it's, we, we're kind of done until Scott's oh, bedtime. Man. It's only two and a half hours until she needs to go to bed. <laughs> No, we were even talking about taking a date night the other day. And I was like, I just, I think I'm too tired to leave the house at five for a dinner. I think we need a brunch, a brunch date. Hey, I'm down. And anybody has some really good, uh, oh, I know the, that one restaurant we just went to last week, the bootleggers has a, has a really cool brunch brisket. Uh, oh, that's right. You wanted to go try that. We should try it. There you go. Bootleggers, we're giving you a shout out here on our podcast. Give us a free, give us a free uh, brunch thing. We'll talk about it on our next podcast. (laughs) But wherever you're at, if you're feeling encouraged because you've made some amazing changes this year, or maybe they've felt like they've fallen a little flat, I hope this episode just gives you a little bit of renewed energy to just tackle one thing with intentionality and purpose this year, whether or not it's perfect. At the end of the day, done is better than perfect, right? Making a change for the better most of the time is better than deciding to make no change at all just because you can't be perfect. Or you, you fall off the bandwagon and just give it up altogether. 
every day is an opportunity to continue to make better healthy decisions and we're not perfect as you can tell we we bicker and fight and have have and disagreements we enjoy chips and, and we enjoyed chips every once in a while and sugar but when but we try to make it a point to to be mindful about how much and when and if we are conscious about that mm-hmm. we consume it way less than if we just buy stuff off the rack and just have it in there so yeah yes well happy new year to y'all even though this is probably way after new year <laughs> thanks for listening to the daily well podcast with andrew and kate seppo we pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey and if you'd, and if you'd like to reach out to us you can at myhopefm.net just click podcast, podcast.